Welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast, where we speak about all things related to spirituality, soul level healing, intuitive guidance, frequencies, and much more. I'm Amy Sikarski, licensed vocational nurse, past life hypnotherapist, master intuitive energy healer, and a clairvoyant physical channel. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Spirit School Online, where we offer courses in energy therapy, free guided meditations, courses and information around learning to connect in with your spirit guides, and much more. You can find me at amysikarski.com and offerings at spiritschoolonline.com. Hi, this is Amy, and welcome to today's episode of A Light Working Conversation. So, I was having a conversation with my friend Leanne Carroll. We started speaking about some of the aspects and insights around channeling and connecting in with soul light, intuition, for inspiration, guidance, and healing. And we thought, why don't we turn the mic on? <laughs> so, I hope you enjoy today's conversation where we speak about channeling light and different aspects of your spirit team, meditation, and ways to connect in and enhance your soul light frequency for a strong reception of information and connection to healing light. And I want to thank you so much if you tuned in last week to our episode on Claritangency. Just want to let you know there are more episodes to come that we'll speak about and we'll dive deep into the additional forms of senses. So when people hear about channeling, when someone's watching a trance channel and you see the personality change and the voice change, there's a lot of misinterpretation about that subject. And your book really takes all of that and it focuses on the purpose for channeling, for the purpose of releasing high quality knowledge and high vibratory words, high vibrating essence. And your your work really focuses on bringing in the light. And I do think that it's our right and our ability to naturally channel, naturally channel aspects of ourselves or even our guides, or just like your purpose for being here, you came in to to be able to relay higher knowledge from star beings to give humanity a greater idea of a galactic community, which we are a part of, and that we will get to again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So we focus on the benefits of it, and I talk about the benefits of it and also guidelines. So how to find yourself in a place where you won't be going into the wrong neighborhood and having discernment of spirit. But those are very foundational aspects to channeling. So that's at the beginning. And if you just start opening up to whoever or whatever, that's really not recommended at all. So once we step past that and you've met your team or you're working with a particular archangel, your higher self, then it's a space to share and allow the information to flow through that helps 
us that helps humanity. And one of the aspects is that the information should be be able to be implemented practically. So while we can understand a higher cosmic law, quantum physics, or these really beautiful words that they're using, I think it's really important to also know what does that mean? How do I integrate it and implement it? And so it helps bridge this so-called gap between the heaven or spirit reality and the human reality. And I think that that's one of the hallmarks of a good channeling session is that you can walk away not only feeling inspired and having an energetic transmission so you feel within yourself reset and energized, but you also have tools that you can use or guidance and sometimes they'll give us homework <laughs> suggestions, which I always find is wonderful. So the book talks about all the different types of channeling, but the advanced physical vocal channeling to me uh, is really important in my life because it was taking it a step further. And it won't be for everybody, but it happens to be my path. And that's when the Council of Light comes in or a particular ascended master or angel can come in and the energy in the room completely shifts the cadence of my voice, which actually sounds like the vo that's my vocal cords, but the cadence, the accent, the word choices, everything you could tell is not me. It's not how I speak. And that's another way of kind of like, if you want to say, being able as a viewer or a recipient to quote, see beyond the veil because the veil, they come through the veil through my body and speak. And it's quite a beautiful experience that I have taken time to safely work up to, but it can be done in a safe environment. And that's what I'm here to share with everybody. If they want to get to that point, you can start with relay channeling, reading Oracle cards. You don't have to <laughs> go that far, but it's available to those who really are feeling a call. Yes. And it's also a way to just increase your intuition and your discernment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll work with um, gatekeepers, which are like the body bouncers. Nope, can't come in. <laughs> Sorry, you are not an aligned vibration even or spirit to be not only channeled, but even come into my space to make connection with me. They guard so, so strict they'll guard. And that's why sometimes visiting spirits will come in like we call them guests and they'll come in for a particular person or a reading and my team will vet them beforehand and then I afterwards will be asked and I'll say if I want to work with them or not. So for example when we were in Shasta and I channeled a telosphing, he came and stood on the outer edge of our circle and my guides and I both were talking kind of behind the scenes recognizing him through telepathy as they're channeling you know it's all happening at once and we notice he's there okay they vet him yes, he's good. Do you want to let him use your voice? Okay, yes. And then he came in and they didn't fully leave my body. They stepped aside a little bit, but they're always vetting. And that's the importance of setting up a safe system where you have a trusted team of guides. And if you're here and you feel the call that that's part of your life mission to trance or vocal channel in this way, there's a slight difference or work with any spirits you really want to set up to have a safe foundation and have your team around. And that's what this book is all about. 
when I work with people and I can hear and listen to their team, their their spirit guide, maybe one or two is giving me information to relay to them. They say, wow, I have a spirit guide. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people don't realize they do incarnate. They, they're not here by themselves. And they come with a spirit team. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing you, you talk about in your book is how to meet them, how to connect with them, how to know them. Talk about that a little bit. Right. Well, I think, well, I know that we all have a spirit team, but for myself, I didn't realize it till later on in life. And in hypnosis, looking back, they were showing me all these moments that they were with me. And they happened to be, a lot of them, some of the best moments. And I was like, oh, yeah. I remember as a child laying with a sprinkler, you know, hooked to the hose on the front lawn with the sun, just looking up to the sky, and I felt all this love, and they were around me. They're like, remember that scene, that frequency that you felt, that connection to your soul? We were there. And so our team are our spirit guides, and essentially they have, for the most part, a very similar vibration. So, And they've been with us since before birth, so we can often feel like, oh, that's just me. I'm alone. But they're really there with you, guiding you. And on your down moments, on the days that are hard, if you listen, you'll hear their encouragement or support or guidance to help get you through to the next step. So they are with us. They're always with us. We have at least one master guide that is always with us at all times. And then we'll have a variety of other guides that have specific tasks that they're doing. And when you level up and you go through new life transitions, you might find that there's a little shifting and maybe somebody new will come into the team and someone will step aside. But I call it a team because essentially beyond just being your spirit guides, you can have an ascended master come in or you can have a master guide if you're learning a particular topic and you're working on it for two or three years, they'll stay with you for that time and then head out. And one time I was working with um, kind of like switching my diet up and thinking, oh, what can I, hmm, I'm, I'm at a loss. I was standing in the grocery store. What can I eat that matches like all the, <laughs> the requirements of my diet? And they brought in... Um, they brought in a, a new being. I don't even know that she was a guide, but they brought in this Mexican grandmother woman. And of course, you know, I was in San Antonio. And so she was showing me all these like great, authentic ideas. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's really out of my norm for my diet. It was so cool. So sometimes they also will invite in visiting guides to help you. And, and she's not your traditional spirit guide but she was in spirit and she was guiding me so you know they help you and if you don't have that gift of clairvoyance or you're not super tuned into speaking with spirits you'll find that it will come through as an inspired thought or like oh i'm really feeling i'm i'm really feeling my gut that i should go this way or that way and wow that's a great idea where did that come from well they're speaking they're helping they're sharing and um, they'll also put signs in front of you, like the penny, the feather, the angel numbers, the book will fall off the shelf, you know, all those typical traditional signs that I think are what many of us experience as we start waking up, just those synchronicities. And that's their calling card, like, hey, 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 like how many times <laughs> does this have to happen before you kind of grasp that this is not by accident? It's happening on purpose. <laughs> We're here to make a connection. So they are with us and our guides will have very similar personalities. Your guides are there for you specifically. So they know the best way to communicate and it's just 
natural conversation. If you open to the possibility that, oh, maybe, maybe I'm not alone. Maybe I'm supported. <laughs> Absolutely. And it is easy to feel and to recognize support, but you have to um, get your mind out of the matrix mm -hmm. and into the real. That's one thing that I like to talk about, too, is understanding that there's there's more to just the thinking world and answering emails and being on the hamster wheel, dropping your kid off at seven o'clock in the morning and driving to sit at your desk to to do your job and then pick your kid up, you know, 13 hours later. In order to perceive the subtle worlds, I noticed in your book you have meditation practices that help you tune in. Tune into the quietness of who you are and help release the monkey mind. Mm -hmm. T tell me, how did you come up with these meditations? They're, each one of them is really specific for each piece. Like when you are demonstrating um, connecting with your spirit guides, for instance, there's a meditation for that. Right. Well, actually, a lot of the meditations were channeled, so <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but they do build upon each other, and we start off foundational level, and then we advance from there. So if somebody wanted to even combine aspects of them, the different meditations, that would be lovely. So once you get really into the flow, you'll find that, oh, you pick what works best for you, and then you kind of can create your own high-tailored meditation. But... Yes, yeah, so the aspect of calming and releasing the body from any extra stimuli is so important and that can be achieved in many different ways. So if a guided meditation isn't your thing, you can do sound healing or exercise and these sorts of things, but you want to release any of the matrix energy, the programming, all of what we be, we're becoming saturated with over the day or over the week. And so having done this for over a decade working with the public, I have a safe sanctuary. My home is very quiet. I am very conscious with what energies and content I let into my life. But I will share that you can then build up into it. So now you slowly step back out into the world, if you want to say. Like, I don't really watch TV or I definitely don't watch news or any of that. But I get information and stories from just family, what's going on. And I'm really selective. But now you learn how to regulate your energy body so before you go to bed you're clearing you're clearing you're clearing and starting fresh the next day starting with another energy cleansing and that helps you to know the temperature of the frequency in your room and what vibration is the natural space for you and it feels really clear and loving so that if another being comes in you recognize their frequency like oh there's another person but it's a spirit there's another being here <laughs> wanting to work or when we do readings with clients oh okay I feel the vibration of your guides and so getting really quietly tuned in helps you get clarity and I find it really important and one of the best aspects of it so then then you can get to the point where you can channel in a crowded place because you know how to set your energy field you can find that quietness within and block everything else out but your environment, I think, is really important as you get started. And that's true. Your your energy field, the energy within you, the energy in the space that you're in is all sacred space. 
and you try to keep it as clean as you can. Mm-hmm. And really, someone can listen to that and say, okay, well, what does that mean, clean energy? Whenever you can be completely in your center and completely still without outside interference, yeah. that's when I know that my energy is clear. Mm-hmm. How do you know when your energy is clear? And I feel good. Like I feel like I can actually go through my body and I can feel my chakras. I can feel the space around me. It's easy to sit in the center. And then also the back brain is really the churner, right? It's yeah. it's the busy part. And if you can calm your, if that back brain is still and you can feel a stillness in the center of your head. Right. And feel a stillness in the center of your heart. Then I know that I'm clear. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, for myself in my day-to-day life, I know that I'm clear because I do feel my brain is clear. And I don't feel any extra palpitations at my heart because being very empathic, that's my first thing. If I can feel the energies off, my heart is telling me. I feel out in my aura that that there's an interference and it's like probably about a foot and a foot and a half off my physical body I can feel the energy out in my aura but I'm really sensitive because you know this is what I do <laughs> so um, I can tell okay there's something here that isn't mine let me clear it and your moods can switch like all of a sudden I'm sad or I'm frustrated for absolutely no reason I'm like oh there's something around I've got to see what's going on to clear it and that's all stuff that pretty much takes place in my aura um, but if it's my own emotions and thoughts, I think we're all aware of it. You feel it and you're thinking about it and you're working through it. And I would highly recommend that everybody take the approach of not ignoring because then your physical body will begin suffering and feeling it. And so that's how I know. Like I've found what makes me feel the most me. And in the true space of myself, I feel bright. I feel very full of joy, just very joyful and loving and compassionate so when you're in alignment with yourself and you're full of your soul light stuff can happen around but it doesn't knock you out it doesn't knock you over somebody could say the harshest thing to you you know very cruel whatever and it just bounces off of you or dissolves in light and you just your response is love like okay like the christ you know vibration okay obviously something's happening in your world (laughs) it feels like you must be suffering to be in that space and i'm just gonna know that you're there and and i don't have to take it on and if it is something that oh okay yeah i can see where i hurt you i apologize then you can heal from that it's not ignoring or setting aside any of my responsibilities but it's being able to see things clearly and not over Hi, beautiful. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. This is just a short reminder that this podcast is brought to you in part by SpiritSchoolOnline.com, where you can find certification courses, life-enhancing experiences, and free guided meditations. So pop on over to SpiritSchoolOnline.com and check out all that we have to offer today. And while you're looking at your device, please go ahead and tap those five stars above to help other listeners like yourself find the podcast.
react or take offense. So instead of like initially taking an, a triggered offense, you find that you you don't do that and it's just a natural response. Instead, it's more curiosity like, wow, what's happening? Let's work through this kind of a thing. And so that's one way to know when you're communicating with others. And I feel in our own space, in our own quiet time, having worked through everything within ourselves and clearing all that and healing that, then you really know that you've stepped into your mastery when you can then start to have challenging conversations or walk out in a public space where there's a lot of people and you don't really know what will come at you, let's say, <laughs> what you're going to encounter that day and how it is that you respond energetically. How does it hit you and the perspective and approach that then you take? And for me, that helps me to know, okay, my energy is really clear and I'm not being, I'll call it like side-sweeped or sidelined where somebody else's thought projection is trying to twist my mind to see things their way, which would be skewed. So you just try and see it in a really clear place. And if you want to take it a step further, you can go up a little higher and, and say, well, how would, how would my higher self or how is my higher self viewing this? really and and how like what's the best way to navigate through it so and that is something that we're learning how to do as a human race is learning how to become and integrate our higher selves mm -hmm. and the other thing that you mentioned is mastery when you're on the self-development path you become the master of your thoughts your emotions and your deeds the things that come um, to you, the things that come through you, what you respond to, what you don't. And not everyone is on this path. And you have to understand when you're out there, just like you were saying, when energy comes at you or when somebody says something that um, could offend you, it's, it's like you really have to understand where they're coming from and where they are in their development. And, mm -hmm. and whether they've developed themselves or not. And it's not really a judgment thing. It's more of an awareness thing. Yeah. And w when you're in the judgment, that means you're in the early stages of your own development. And you can recognize the development of others. And, oh, well, they're, they're undeveloped. They're stupid. And <laughs> go develop yourself and then come back and talk to me. But um, as, you, as you get more and more advanced, you, you just understand that that's where they are in their development and you can have compassion for them because we were all there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you really outline these stages of awareness being aware of um, like you start out with just explaining energy that that's the other thing too is I, I think that humanity is the next evolution is understanding frequency and understanding vibration and if you really looked at things in that way the, the frequency of love, the, the energy of this or the vibration of that. When we look at auras, people ask me, can you see auras? Like, yeah, I can see an aura, but I can, I can feel it more than anything. I can feel the frequency and the vibration of it yeah. more than anything. And that's the other thing that your book teaches is to be aware of the subtle vibrations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we start off with connecting in with emotions. Um, because I think that's a part of all of our life. And if you're not connected to your own emotions, it's going to be a tricky thing for you to even try to connect to somebody else's energy and understand it. 
because you first have to say, what is mine? What am I processing within my own energy field and in my body? And of that, what actually is mine from my own experiences? And what did I pick up from the collective or my parents? Or, you know, I just watched a movie and now I'm holding this. Or I'm in a little triangle with two friends fighting and I'm feeling all of that tension. But what's really mine? So, and that goes back to clearing. Clearing, clearing, clearing and getting as clear as you can. And in that clearing space, you find really balanced, put together, full of light inside and centered. I think I like to say centered. To me, that feels good. I just feel really centered mm-hmm. within. Yeah, so it's learning about energy, learning about subtle energies. And there's so many aspects to energy because we really are quantum and we really do use the further you develop and you understand each little clear sense, especially when you're channeling at the most advanced levels, you're using all your clear senses at once. And so sometimes we'll even feel that we want to use words that are interesting, like, oh, that color tastes like this. That feeling sounds like this, where they blend together. And it's this deep textural way of sharing. So to what you're saying, well, I can see an aura, but I can feel it. You know, you're sensing it, that, and it's a combination because when you do readings, you see and you feel, and then you're also getting information about, well, yeah, they've got a, a funny spot going on there because of this, this, and that, you know, we need to clear it or we need to feel light in the place. So yeah, you find that then you build on it. And that is a part of utilizing your gifts and maybe becoming like more of the master level when it comes to using all of your clear senses, but there's different aspects of it. So you and I are energy practitioners. So we, our skills are pinpointed or focused for a certain way when we're working with others but then we also use it in our own life only in a different way it's supporting us (laughs) so so what you're sharing about understanding energies and spiritual mastery yeah you work with it in different with different intentions at different moments of life and I think all of it supports so whenever you are self-developing and learning and growing yourself Not only are you helping yourself, but you're helping everybody around you that you'll come into contact with that day. And whatever career field you go into, you're carrying that into it also. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to look like what we're doing. It could be anything at all. And that's a really good point. You can take your your spiritual work and put it in any environment. And the other thing that, that I wanted to go back to is in the beginning when you are learning about what's yours and what's not when you're beginning to work with others and you're perceiving energies we attract in the beginning especially what we most need to heal Mm -hmm. and a lot of um, beginners will say oh I can't handle being around that person it makes me feel this did you remember being do you remember what it was like in the beginning it's it's almost as if um so many like frequencies, like energies were coming to you so that you could recognize it. And when you heal it in them, you heal it in you. And you, you attract what you are, you know. And I realized, too, today just how far I've come, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the um, people that I work with. And then I realized in my mind that the work that I did that helped me get past that point. And then you can 
work with them, but I noticed that when I work with younger people that in the, the 20 and 30 year olds and even um, 16 to 19 year olds that are coming in, they, they're aware that they're aware mm-hmm. and they can feel that they can feel. And um, it's, it's very disheartening to them because they, they just have all this energy and all this feeling around them and they don't know what to do with it. It's, it's easier just to stay in your room. Yeah. And breathing into that energy, I always recommend to neutralize the energy field in a salt bath. Oh, yeah. That and, works really well. <laughs> and beginners always say that energy sticks to them. Oh, other people's energy sticks to me. I mean, how many times have you heard that? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not going to get into this energy work because, you know, I, I can't handle it. And your book really teaches how to move past that. It gives you the foundations to um, to work with yourself to get past that, mm-hmm. and how to you work with smoke and sound and clearing and uh, breathing and meditation and techniques to to clear those um, sticky energies from you know one to two feet away from you. And I love that you're bringing that up. So, you know, I bring about the information and then you find your favorites and you can you can master that yourself, the particular way of clearing energy and you can expand on it. But we talk about how to clear your energy and the importance of it and also your space. And so for somebody that is starting out and they so like some of the signs, if you are wondering, well, how is my energy? Just think about your energy level, your perspective on life. Are you a glass fa- <laughs> Are you a glass half empty or full kind of person? Um, and do you find like you have a lot of energy, meaning you can get up and just take the day on, or are your energy levels low with fatigue? So there's a lot of energy aspects. There's physical energy, mental, spiritual, emotional. And so take note of your life and see, okay, if I'm going to do one self-care, I'm just going to add it in this week and let's see how that helps. And you'll start to feel the difference and you'll feel a lot better. And you can do the guided meditations in here that I walk through certain things like, okay, now you're going to open to the possibility of releasing cords that aren't yours. And maybe you've never worked with cords. And so this is the first time you did that and you feel it release and you'll feel maybe a chill as it goes away and then a lightness. You just feel so light, like, whoa, I didn't realize I was carrying so much weight. And what does that feel like when we say weight of energy? But, you know, like we carry attention in our shoulders, let's say, but the weight of energy out of your aura is even a different kind of sensation to feel released. So it's something really interesting and quite important to, for me anyways, to learn about because it's not highly spoken about and I'm hoping that more and more it will be and the whole process of energy therapy because um, I don't know that I've mentioned on here but that's where I started was energy therapy and that's what we have like so much in common and for me then it expanded into channeling because the energy it's all about energy that's where it starts all of it knowing your energy clearing your energy strengthening your energy and then working to um, upgrade or strengthen your energetic structure so we have an energetic structure and when that's really healthy and robust that's when 
I say you're ready to do advanced vocal channeling because the guides that come in and use my energy field and my body are so high vibrational and I also channel a collective so there's like a lot of energy. My system itself has to be at a place where it can hold that and that was a process also where we worked up slowly and um, so but it all starts with energy and knowing your energy first and then being able to say okay who am I comfortable working with here in the energetic world and to that who are you comfortable keeping in close contact with in your personal life because it's not like you're judging like you were saying we're not judging oh and nobody's better than anybody else it's just where are you on the path and what is your purpose for life and what are your interests so there are so many times I could have been distracted and I just kind of look at it like oh it's a distraction you know that friend is all about this well I'm not really feeling that so we kind of separate ways and they go and they study whatever or travel the world and I you know they go east I go west or whatever and that's just what it is so it's learning more and more about yourself being selective who you give your time to in the physical and in the energetic world who are you having conversations with and also like what is the intention beyond it what's the purpose if it's interesting and you're learning there's a reason for that flow with it and once you get it down and now you're giving readings well what's your intention for giving readings you know and i always feel like being in service coming from a heart-centered space wanting to help people because there's so many ways you can help people and sometimes just providing information helps them get the solutions to pop out of a mental cycle, a mental anguish, a record on repeat or wondering over and over. It's what I thought right. And so you go to a reader, somebody you've never met before. And the way that I work is I don't take the questions at the beginning. I just start giving information. And I love when their question is answered before they ask it to me. It's like, okay. So that's got to provide some comfort. <laughs> I'm like, there you go. It came through without you even telling me why you were here. So you were right. That was the message. You were feeling it all along. You trust yourself. And I think sometimes we just need that extra like reassurance that, yeah, I can trust myself. That my intuition is on point. So yeah, it's all going back and you start at the beginning and you can see where it advances to. And it is about trusting yourself. And the the people who use this book are going to be, I would say, uh, there's going to be a portion of people who want to just be able to channel in their own intuition and their own higher guidance so they can be more on their path and live their highest life and be heart-centered and heart-led. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. And I feel like that's the most important place to start with ourselves, and that's what I you know I was just so interested in energy and all of that for myself way back in high school like it was for myself and back in high school this was never a career path anybody ever you know your guidance counselor didn't say hey so do you want to be a psychic energy healer <laughs> do you want to channel about your career uh no so it did start with myself and then just let it flow if you find in the future that you want to work with others don't even worry about it now. You know, get your foundation, get everything centered for you, then you'll know you have a great space to start in. And then if that guidance or that desire comes in, you'll be that much more prepared. So I really feel like that's a good approach and it's a natural flow and progression. Yeah, and it's all about being responsible for your energy. Mm -hmm. And 
staying on the path that is true to you and not being diverted. Yeah, for sure. I always feel like this career field is more than a career field. It's my lifestyle. And then you're offering your services. So then it becomes, you know, quote unquote career, but it's your lifestyle. And so I can tell if something's off and that has to be taken care of immediately. <laughs> Can't build up. And, um, and, and it's just a way that I feel most comfortable within myself. But before working with others, absolutely, you need to make sure, okay, we're good. And so if you had something happen throughout the day and it's still festering and bothering you, maybe you should postpone a session. You know, maybe postpone the reading until you feel like you're in a space that you can be of service and have already cleared and taken care of what's within you first. That's very, very good advice. One of the core things is we we are of the light and we we come in of the light with the light for the light to be the light and to anchor the light and today when I look at individuals I see and that could be why I have a difficult time recognizing faces and remembering names because I'm looking at their light and I only see them as light and I think when we as a collective and I'm always I'm always going macro with something that with an idea if you zoom it out and, and let it come to us as a collective mm-hmm. um, I think we as a humanity are learning that we're learning that we are the light we came from it we came with it and we came to be it mm-hmm. and really if that resonates with you then how do you do that in this this world that is geared in an opposite direction and it, it's really mm-hmm. about flipping you know the light can shift the darkness um, let's see the light can exist in the darkness but the darkness can't really exist in the light because the light has no shadow and really um, bringing that light into who you are and surrounding yourself in it with it and you're you're acting you're walking it you're talking it you're being it that's really the the ultimate being I think is to just be that express it attract it and um, anchor it and be the example of it and I think that's what most people are really wanting to do it's it's there's a path to get there and it's unique to everyone because we have unique stories mm-hmm. each mm-hmm. of us but we are not our stories we are our light right yeah and it's finding whatever pathway or whatever it is because again we're all unique that helps us remember who we are and remember that light and then let it expand and build within us so you can do meditations to start with that but you can also go out and do anything that brings you joy. I feel like joy brings in so much of our true essence. It's just this feeling of freedom and happiness all in one. And your aura expands and then more light comes in. And it is being the light. So in whatever way that looks like to you. And in that experience, you know, our physical surroundings and the people that are in our lives 
sometimes some of us might feel like it's a constant battle to hold our light high because of the scenario that we're in. So maybe you do have to make a physical choice to like to move or limit your time spent, but you can remember, even if it's just a little flame, just start every day remembering and close the day who you are and visualize the light of your soul flowing through all of your chakras, flowing out into your aura and getting stronger. And all of the little lights on earth will make a big bright light. And that's what's flushing the darkness out. And so you have to really, with your mind, be like, okay, the world has been here for a long time and it will continue to be here. So what is my purpose in this little blip of time that I'm here and what can I do? And it's all of us really working together, but that working together starts within. We all have to have that inner calling and remember it or wake up to it, or maybe we never lost it. So then you would amplify it. And in your little... Um, micro life when you're looking at the macro your little community and friendships really let your light shine and whatever that might look like to you and that doesn't mean that you have to go out and give away all of your light for free it's just that you are full of light and wherever you go you carry that with you and whoever needs it can be inspired from it can feel a sense of peace um, from just being around you and then you might find others that you resonate with in that way and you start to build each other up. But to that where I'm getting is like, you don't really want to succumb to these false notions and ideas that we're lesser than anything than what we are. And the programming that tries to put us all in a box or to say you have to do something this way or look that way or your thoughts and your emotions are wrong. No, no, that's not cool. So you need to really feel confident and learn how to get there how can you be your most authentic self but isn't that channeling yeah it is you're channeling in your higher self it is exactly what does that feel like and when you do channel that light and you become that light you influence others you Mm -hmm. don't give your light away you have healthy boundaries so that you're not constantly leaking your light Mm -hmm. and what is it called um it's a light entrainment like somebody can um have their light and have good healthy boundaries around them that they're just emanating the light your light will recognize that they're more of their high self and your light will automatically entrain your 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 energy will uplift just from their presence Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so then you don't feel depleted or that you've like over given away a lot of your energy and felt kind of like hmm I don't feel like that was an equal exchange it doesn't really have to be an exchange you're just you're just being you people are recognizing it those who are ready or who need to and those who are in a different frequency and it doesn't make a difference to them they won't and you won't even it'll be just totally fine so and with strong boundaries you can um avert any tap-in energy. People Mm -hmm. are always tapping into your energy. Yeah, that's one thing where I'm like, okay, you're looking for light. Don't try and eat mine. (laughs) Don't try and feed off of me. Let's reattach you or just remind you and show you, oh, the way you do it is you go up or however you want. But to me, it's a good visual representation. Go up to your higher self. Go up to God. Go up to spirit. Like you have your guides. The angel frequencies are there to help you. Tune into love. Let's teach you how to get that so that you're not trying to cling on to other people. 
um, because it can be done. And it's, I think it's our birthright, but whatever reason or whatever traumatic experiences in life they had encountered, detach them from that remembering or that knowing how to get there. So, but yeah, it's all about channeling. It's channel, and when you're channeling your higher self and you're channeling that light and letting it come in to feed your system and fuel you and help you feel amazing so you can be there in whatever way you, you want to be there for others, you can do that. And if this is just like your day-to-day -day part of life. It's different than when you're channeling energy in a healing session. That's completely different. But this is an aspect of remembering who you are and embodying that light. And when we all do that, that's where we're going to really see that big rush of frequency rising and holding the frequency so we can all ground it into, into this world, this realm, <laughs> this earth life experience. And that, my friends, is how we influence the reality and make real change. And that is the purpose of your being here. I want to thank you and Leanne for joining in our conversation today. Leanne has been a researcher and truth seeker most of her life. She is the creator of Spirit Warriors Way podcast and community. She's very passionate about individual freedom and developing the mindset and heart awareness alignment that is required to be fully responsible for yourself, your decisions and actions. She believes awakening to true soul sovereignty occurs within the self and within the outer world simultaneously. Leanne is in practice as an energy healing therapist, personal spiritual coach, time massage therapist, sound healing practitioner, and crystal healer. She teaches yoga and meditation and hosts transformational retreats throughout the year. You can find Leanne at energyanatomy.net and spiritwarriorsway.com. Hi, thank you so much for joining the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. This is Amy Sikarski, and I really hope that you've enjoyed the content shared. If you have any suggestions for episodes or guests to have on, please contact me at the email spiritandsoulhealingpodcast at gmail.com. I'll leave the link below in show notes. And also, I want to share that if you leave a review, I would highly appreciate it as this podcast is just getting flowing and it will help others like yourself to find the podcast so that they can also receive the information and inspiration shared. When you leave a review, you'll automatically be entered to receive a free 30-minute energy therapy session or angels and aura reading. To be sure that I have your contact info and that I can contact you, please send me an email at spiritandsoulhealingpodcast at gmail.com. For more information, visit the podcast section at amysikarski.com.